Hello, everybody. Welcome in. It is signing day, season 23. I am here with Coach JKB and Coach Bradley. How are you guys doing? Good morning, Kyle. Happy signing day. I'm doing I'm okay. Expanding. Yeah. You're probably doing a little better before you look at the uh, class rankings, huh? The I'm full of hype, and it is turning uh, into disappointment. Yeah, quickly. I am all the way out of the triple digit, so I'm psyched, guys. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, we had another season of no ties, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, we got we got some decent walk-ons or some decent uh, clear leads that I'm excited about. And, uh, yeah, how about you, How about you, Bradley? No there, clear leads yeah. for us. We went big, and we whiffed on – I'll call it five ties. It, uh, a couple of those were small trails. Yeah. Um, in order to stay on all five guys. But yeah, stayed on five, no clear leads, and we missed on everybody. Yeah. And then obviously Ellington goes to your uh, conference mate in Lansing. Yeah. Bittersweet and, there. Uh, Happy for him, but I'll have to play against him now. Twice a year, at least. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to play against him too. So we'll, we'll try and figure out something. Um, <laughs> cool. Well, uh, we got a few different, um, players, people asked us to ask about. And so I'm going to kind of read off the name of the player, some of their stats and ratings. And then you guys can, uh, if one of you guys want to look up which team they signed to, and you can tell us, you can tell me, uh, and then we can go through why they chose that team. Does that sound good? Great. Yeah. All right. We will start with um, – who do you want to start with? Let's start with Colton Santos. Uh, Colton Santos was choosing between Manassas and Aspen. He was out of Region 5, Conference uh, – yeah, Conference 5, Ithaca, 610 center, good scouted, good, fair, 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 fair. Uh, fair plus local, fair plus win, excellent impact. 12 points a game, 10.8 rebounds, 2.2 assists, 0.7 uh, steals, 2.2 blocks, 1.6 uh, turnovers. Where do you end up? He's in Aspen. Yeah. Yeah, he's in Aspen. So why do you choose Aspen over Manassas, you think? He wanted to make an impact. Looking at their roster here, they've got no other height. They've got a couple six eight guys. Um and he clearly wants to be the center on that team. Uh, so that seems like a, a great landing spot for him. If yeah. It really stands out to me. He's, he's a, got a great shooting splits, um, really effective finisher in the post. So he's going to settle in there nicely and center that team. Yeah, for sure. I just want to come out and say it, though, Kyle. I think he might have dropped through to Aspen. I think Manassas had a chance to get him and decided against it. Really? Um, it looks like this guy is the cornerstone of a 175 slash 125 class. <laughs> uh, so I don't think any of those Fs moved anywhere. He might have come in that plus one that you quoted. And uh, he, he may not be the, the, the guy that saves this roster. Okay. Okay. Well, let's uh, move on. Let's look at Cameron James. So, I was on Cameron James, so I know very well about this guy. He's out of War Worcester, or Wooster, right? How, Worcester, right? Worcester. Worcester. He's six six, 
He played center in high school, but this guy's a point guard. He was poor scouted, fair plus, excellent plus, good minus, good, good plus. He was fair plus local, fair win, fair minus impact, 17 points a game, 9.5 rebounds, 2.5 assists, 1.4 steals, 1.1 blocks, and only one turnover. He chose Manassas over, yeah, those teams that I uh, mentioned. So why why do you pick Manassas? Well, that's you know, been a fun uh, team to play for. Oh, sorry, JKB. No, <laughs> we're just gonna step on each other all day. Sorry I about know. that. You're good. You know, I didn't even catch what what his preferences were, but uh, it looks like Manassas got the guy they wanted here. Uh, they came mm-hmm. in with a great class, sixteen slash twenty two, and uh, and and from the stats you quoted, it's pretty clear Cameron James came in on the high side of everything that was predicted for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's going to be an anchor in the center of their lineup. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's a beast. I was I was really excited. I wanted to play him at point guard. He wanted to stay local, so I was the only non-local team. He, but he was only fair plus local. So thought, you know what? I'm gonna try it. We'll see what happens. But you know, in the end, you know, you're losing guys like uh, Angel Moulinex and Bryce Gratam. You you need room. And uh, Cameron James, he seems like he's the focal point. He he shot 55.2% true shooting from the center position. Yeah. Playing way undersized. So, I like that. Um, yeah. I, I, so, think, I think the socks they wear there in Manassas really drew him in. I mean, <laughs> Waylon really emphasizes that in recruiting. Uh, Cameron James, if you follow him on Twitter, uh, you know, he's into, he's into the socks. And that, that had to be part of the draw there. I don't know if the other coaches on him realized how big of a connection that was between Cameron and Waylon. But uh, that's, that's something that I'm not going to overlook. What, what is that? Dry fit? It's gotta be hot. It's, <laughs> it's his own brand, I guess. <laughs> Waylon's very inventive. All right. Yeah, um, for sure. I feel like that's a great class for him and he's got some studs. Yeah. Sorry, my throat's a little dry, but I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna power through. You know, we'll see. <laughs> we'll we'll see how this goes. Uh, let's look at Sage Blue. So this might make some people mad, um, but we're gonna we're gonna go for it, right? Sage Blue was choosing yeah. between Norman, Aspen, Duluth, Chattanooga, and Fort Lauderdale. Sage was a six nine power forward out of Jacksonville. Fair scouted, fair plus, excellent minus. Good minus, fair plus, good minus. Poor local, excellent plus win, fair minus impact. 17.3 points a game, 9.2 rebounds, 3.3 assists, 1.1 steals, 2.7 blocks, and 0.7 turnovers. He chose Duluth. Why? Uh, you said it, man. He had an excellent plus win win preference, and he proved that was exactly what he wanted. He went to the team that won back-to-back, and looks like they might put together another back-to-back. Um, yeah. Their roster, they, they graduated one starter who happens to be a center, and that's the kind of job that Sage Blue can probably step right into if he wants it. His his high school team went twenty three and four last year, Ooh. so this guy's used to winning. Yeah, uh, you know his his plus minus was plus eleven point nine. That's got to be one of the tops in the country, and so it's just a perfect fit for him. And Porter continues to 
uh, you know, rake in the recruits and build quite a dynasty here. Yeah, it's really incredible what he's been been able to do. Um, yeah, I I also want to shout out the people in the chat. We got Joe and Anthony. Feel free to uh, feel free to uh, leave a chat. Uh, hey, Anthony brought in a huge class, so um, I think that's Coach Calabale one. So if he wants to speak, he can uh, kind of speak on his class, um, and we can talk about Jacob August if he wants because he's the next guy on my list. Let's see if I can uh, get him to. It's funny. I got a text this morning from our conference 15 group, mm-hmm. and there were some rumors that Jacob August was seen uh, on Dearborn's campus, and people kind of laughed it off. You know how rumors go. Yeah, yeah. But then we get the official signing news this morning, so it uh, it was true. Yeah, so, okay, I actually can't do that because I uh, made uh, Jesse the host on accident. Oh, <laughs> but you know what? You're the host now, Jesse, so congratulations. Thanks. So if you want, you can invite uh, Coach Calabeo to speak. Ant- that's Anthony on there. Um, but maybe he can't. Maybe he can. Maybe he's holding his baby and not be- not able to. But you know, um, I Yeah, one thing I got, let me hit the one button I got. Uh, it didn't seem to do anything. <laughs> okay. I got um, a stage button, but they're not letting me leave the stage. Oh, they're not because, uh, oh, because I'm the host. <laughs> or because you're the host. That makes sense. Shouldn't have done that. Oh, well, can't okay. do anything now. Yeah, feel free to post in the chat. We'll read stuff and, uh, yeah, we'll see what we can do. Uh, let's see. So... Okay, so let's go to Jacob August. He is a 6'6 shooting guard out of um, my hometown, Nashville. He was shooting between Memphis, South Bend, Nashville, Dearborn, and Sioux City. This guy can do it all. Uh, He can score. He can pass. I mean, he's going to make a really good replacement for Jacob Bitter. And not not only will be able to do everything Jacob Bitter did, he can... Also, he can also, uh, yeah, he's also six six, which is huge for which is huge for a point guard. Um, if he chooses to have him at point guard, but he's fair scouted, good, good, excellent, fair, good, excellent, local, good, minus win, fair impact, twenty three points a game, four point seven rebounds, two point six assists, one point four steals, point four blocks, one point one uh, turnovers. So you mentioned a little bit about why you, – you mentioned a little bit, Brad, but Jesse, what, why do you think he chose um, – why do you think he chose Dearborn? But he's going to have a, a host of players to work with. First of all, there's playing time to spare since they graduated two senior guards. Um, but, but he came in with a teammate who might even be a better passing guard than him uh, in Charlie Chestnut. So he's going to have a, a slick passing guard, same size, a couple of six six guards. And then there's another guy, uh, Grant Carr, who's coming back for his senior season, hmm. who is also sort of a front court passing guy. Uh, Grant Carr put up 14 points and 4.7 assists at small forward last season. So they're going to have this real three-headed monster on the perimeter 
that uh, that's going to be really hard to keep up with. Uh, they're they're all multi talented. I don't know what anyone's going to do fighting against Dearborn. Yeah, I don't, I don't either, and I'm gonna have to play them. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, you can mix those guys up, play them as yeah. combo guards, put the put one guy at point guard, one guy at shooting guard. I mean, they work at small forward too. So, I mean, that's just yeah, that's just a really good. Uh, that's just a really good group of guys, and um, I mean, Dearborn's got to be celebrating today. Mm-hmm. Totally. Right. They're going to give him a lot of shots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're losing Brailsford and Bitter, which are really good players. But man, <laughs> talk about reloading! This team definitely reloaded. Well, let's look at Lee Lovin out of Conference Eight, choose, mm. choosing between Ithaca, West Palm, Oxford, Fort Lauderdale, Rockford, and Ann Arbor. Where did he end up? Oxford. Oxford. And that's a team that was sort of buried last year down in the RTT, finished up ranked 150 in the league. Uh, but it looks like he was the cornerstone of a 720 class ranking. Uh, you know, the other two guys that signed alongside him, they got a big guy who's seven feet tall in that mm-hmm. same freshman class. Uh, not not necessarily a lot of talent on that seven footer, you know, just two blocks a game, which which I think you can do getting out of bed at seven feet, and yeah. uh, nothing special with the hands either. Eleven <laughs> rebounds a game, but but a good presence to have inside. They graduated a center, so they brought in a seven footer to take care of that problem. And Lee Lovin himself, you know, he's a multiple guard as well, just like the guys we were talking about in Dearborn, and uh, they graduated a, a a shooting guard and a small forward, so there's plenty of room for him to come in and make an impact right away. I don't know if they're winners yet, but he'll be part of that solution if they start to win in Oxford. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of interesting because he was uh, his uh, preferences were fair plus excellent plus excellent plus, huh. um, and uh, yeah. So I, with that, I'm not sure, but you, you'd think he'd want to go to a winning team, but the excellent plus impact also weighs into it. So he went to an RTT team, um, Oxford. And uh, I mean, there's some questions about the validity of this recruitment. Um, I mean, he's least been in with some uh, interesting, uh, interesting guys. Some, some people call them handlers, uh, you know, but so we'll, we'll see. Do you have any insight into this recruitment, uh, Bradley? Not on where he signed. It looks like it was a little bit of a crapshoot with the preferences, and so he just made his pick with Oxford. But, man, look at those shooting splits. As a 6'5 small forward, so it's a little undersized, he puts up a, almost a 63% true shooting yeah. on 54%, 42.5 from three. He gets to the line 3.3 times a game as a mm-hmm. small small forward. Um I, I, if I'm remembering right, this was a his defense wasn't highly regarded, but hands and athleticism on top of his shooting were. So this guy might become a killer point guard um, if he makes the transition, you know, into a position where he's going to have a size advantage on guys. This guy could really uh, make some noise in the all league, uh, all league team categories like this is a guy to keep an eye on in my opinion especially since we know now oxford's not a team loaded with talent he could really stand out there well for sure for sure cool let's look at um 
Sebastian Morgan. Sebastian was choosing between Owensboro, Frankfurt, Louisville, and Duluth. Um, Morgan, sorry, um, Sebastian Morgan, uh, yeah, 6'3", point guard, good scouted, fair plus, excellent plus, good plus, excellent, good. He was good local, good plus uh, win, fair impact, 17.3 points a game, 6.3 assists, 1.5 steals, 2.3 turnovers. Where'd he end up? He's in Owensboro. Okay. Part of a big class, right? Yeah, they, they're twenty-seven fifty-five, or I, I reversed that, so 27 is the hardwood. So it looks like uh, you know he might have been the guy mm-hmm. who, who weighed in well there on the hardwood ranking. Uh, this I don't know much about Owensboro. Their, their previous classes aren't great, so this might be a fairly new coach, new team, or coming off a cold streak. Yeah. Um, so they, they really look like you know, he's the guy they're going to be building around for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I agree. He's kind of an upset pick for a for a winner loving recruit to end up in Owensboro. They were a low, low PTT seed last year. Um, I, they ended up, you know, finished strong and got in just inside the top hundred. But uh, he he's really the only guy there in Owensboro really carrying the team. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, there's some. Yeah, yeah, that's that's going to help them, and they'll help uh, propel them as they move on and try and get better. Uh, so uh, is there – I mean, there's a few other players that a couple of coaches wanted to talk about. Um, let's look at the two guys from Odessa, um, Dakota Venegas and Jalen Morris. Both were choosing between Odessa, uh, El Paso, and uh, uh, Venegas was picking between – he had Spokane, and then Morris had Casper. So, um, let's see. So Dakota, um, so Dakota was six uh, four, fair scouted, good, fair, good, good, plus, good minus, good minus local, good plus win, good plus impact, seventeen points a game, uh, five. Five rebounds, two point six assists, one point four steals. Where'd he end up? He's in the cellar, El Paso cellar dwellers. Hmm. <laughs> okay, and then how about his teammate Jalen Morris, who um, was fair plus, good minus, excellent plus, good plus, fair plus. Uh, wanted to win, wanted to stay home, wanted to make an impact. Everything. Um, where'd he end up? Same class. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So they, they brought in the teammates together. Um, yeah. Any insight into this recruitment, these recruitments? Well, it came through a top 25 class, 25, 24 Sim Hoops, 29 Hardwood. Uh, El Paso is a team that's done well in the PTT the last couple of years. So uh, I think a recruit could look at them as a team that was trending upwards already, even before they sort of landed this uh, these twins. Um, but now, having only lost one starter and at small forward, you get a couple mid-sized guys that drop right into the team. And it looks like, you know, this is something that their their existing talent in El Paso, they had a good point guard who sort of didn't have anyone to pass to last year. Uh, they had a big center, seven-footer, but anything he did kind of fell apart because the offense wasn't strong. You know, they were only shooting 51% t- 
true shooting as a team, and that's on a, a lower half of the league strength of schedule. So um, this is a team that is waiting for somebody to come in and just start shooting the ball well to take advantage of the glue players that already exist. I, I think these are great signings, particularly considering what's, what's already on the team. Definitely. So Great analysis. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I want to kind of talk about this this class as a whole. What what were some of the things that really stuck out to you about some of the guys that signed, or yeah, things like that? Well, I want to get on the uh, the other number one class. We talked about what yeah. uh, the champs did. Uh, Fargo, that's Coach Crusoe, no. Uh, picked up the other half, the Sim, Hoop, Sim Hoops number one and the number five hardwood. Uh, he actually got one of his main players out of the safety net. I happen to know this because I lost a 1-1 tie on Jared Carter, who looks like he might be the, uh, the linchpin of this. He's just a little guy, hmm. six foot two, uh, and only, quote-unquote, scoring 19 points a game. But uh, he comes signed, and uh, his splits come in amazing, 51-39-88. For a 62% true shooting overall. So uh, that's a great find down in the net. And, and it's going to be the kind of guy who propels this team. They already had some decent mid-sized guys, but now they have a guard who can take over. They were playing like six, seven guys all over the court last year, didn't really have a guard in place. So uh, I, I like Fargo to take a step up. They finished real low in the NTT last year, 42nd, uh, after all the games were said and done. I think they're going to be a, a second-week team coming up pretty soon. Yeah. I see uh, two teams in my division that have uh, really high hardwood rankings and then slightly trailing Sim Hoops rankings. And so that alerts you that there might be a a real stud in that class. And maybe they didn't get the players they wanted to complement them. Uh, But one of the stories of early season recruiting was, of course, Lansing mentioning that they were going to go for Peter Ellington. Mm -hmm. And... uh, and then someone cautioned them, like, hey, watch out. Like, the, the the scouted attributes might fall. Their early stats don't look that good. And then I think it was our boy Cheesebro who just posts eight numbers. <laughs> and uh, when you look into that, you realize that's Lansing's recruit class rankings the previous years, and they're pretty good. So Lansing knows what they're doing. And I was on Peter Ellington with them, so I know that they got a bargain of a 2-2 tie on this guy. Yeah, And they broke it, so they land him. They knew what they were doing from the beginning, and he looks like uh, a really solid center. His shooting might not be the best, um, but I think this is a guy that, especially here in League 31, uh, he is going to be a strong, strong anchor in the front court for them. He can pass. He can rebound. His defense looks great. Yeah. Uh, So that's a big signing. And then, man, if you look at Jefferson City – Mm-hmm. Uh, let me let me scroll over to them. Uh, their class is number two in hardwood, yeah. and then eighteen in sim hoops. And the guy that they got that uh, really deserves a lot of attention is Edison Lopez. That guy's a monster. <laughs> he was, I remember him being really highly scouted. Uh, let me pull him up here because he was at the top of my list on stat production. Uh, okay, so I have him at number twenty-five. Uh, in stat production with my like game score calculator uh, from shooting guard. And he was scout. He was excellent scouted 
plus seven with great intelligence. So this might be a plus nine guy. If he got a bump, he's plus 10. Uh, we'll find out from Bobby sooner or later. But uh, he really looks like he can score. You know, Bobby's going to focus him. And this is a guy to, to you know, bookmark uh, in the all-league, all-freshman all category to keep your eye on him. Bobby's going to use him. Yeah. And Bobby definitely, you know, he, did, he didn't get his height, but he's going to be okay because he's got some incredible, incredible guards. Um, I think, you know, with Tristan Woodle coming back, and mm-hmm. now we got Edison Lopez, who's replacing uh, Matthew Hall for them. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna be good. They're gonna be really they're gonna tough shoot. to beat. They're gonna shoot. They're gonna shoot a lot. They're gonna shoot. They're probably gonna put up about thirty threes a game. <laughs> JD is um, making his comments in the chat saying, "Boo!" He should. He said Lopez should have should have chosen uh, Clearwater. So um, we hear you, JD. Um, but that's. Yeah, that's a great sign for them. I think, I mean, he's got a chance to be a league player of the year type of player, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So, and then the story of today, I think, is Porter. You know, and it's like, how does he? It's 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 like that scene. It's like that scene from uh, Breaking Bad where Jesse's like, "How does he keep getting away with it? You yeah. can't keep getting away." You know, uh, and that's and and that's how that's how all of League Thirty One is feeling about Porter right now. So, um, I mean, you know, props to him. You know, he's he's on an incredible he's on an incredible run. And honestly, I don't think I I think he might have only had one. One of these guys be ties, so it might have only been Sage Blue. So that's always, I mean, that's good for him. And if he wins a yeah. third NTT this year, <laughs> I mean, you can put some of those uh, greatest runs of all time to bed. You know that like people don't even do this in Test League win three in a row like this. So we'll see. It's been done once, but it has right. been done once. Or actually, yes. Maybe twice. Maybe Springfield yeah. back in the day. Yeah, I know. I know. I, yeah, I know. Shreveport did it. So, um, <laughs> Shreveport. <laughs> I'm looking at Porter's other guys that he signed here, and you're right. I, they they look a little lower profile. They look like strong, balanced players. Um, and I don't know the story on them, but they they might not have been ties. So this might have just been a real solid recruiting job by Porter to find some uh, you know balanced support players in Jonathan Jones and Ross Thomas, and then of course. Uh, get lucky on the Sage Blue tie yeah. to continue just loading this team up with both top talent and some good balance. So I, I like it. And I did just get a text from uh, Coach Bobby, and he said Edison Lopez is plus 10, and he will be probably be the best player in Jefferson City history. Oh, God. Well, that's quite a list. Yeah, that is quite, quite a list. Is. And and Bobby does like to speak a little bit in hyperbole from time to time. Oh, totally. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we'll see, but he's pretty excited and rightfully so. I mean that yeah. guy that guy is a stud. I'm really excited for uh yeah, for them. I'm not excited for my schedule. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough. Uh we'll give you two wins, Kyle. Don't worry about Ann Arbor. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll do our best to claw, but um yeah, it's gonna be tough for us. Oh man. So, uh, yeah, any other thoughts? I mean, I, I do want to mention that, you know, Hot Springs brought in a huge class, getting Charles Serpa 
Englewood brought in the five six class, uh, you know, bringing in three three solid players: Ramsey, Lawson, and uh, Barry. Um, you guys have any other other thoughts? So we have a new most talented conference in League in League Thirty One. Uh, conference yeah. eighteen has taken over. That's where Waterloo wow. has been sitting all these years, and Grand Rapids has been on the come up recently. Uh, Frankfort's Frankfort's kind of been touch and go. They had an NTC streak going with with Final Fours. They were kind of a PT team last year, but uh, they like like they brought in a bunch of a bunch of money young guys. Uh, you know, no top five classes, but a lot of these like thirty rank classes. They're the kind of the ones that you always want to build your franchise around. Uh, a team yeah. like Carbondale, who made their first trip in a while back to the PT, back to the NTT, brought in a top 30s class, and it, it just looks like they're ready to cruise. Uh, there was a tall guy mixed in there, Kerry uh, Cruz, mm. was six foot ten. I think we need to keep our eye on him, especially in those conference battles. But he was a, a, a thir- almost 13 rebound a game guy, if I remember, with a bunch of defensive plays. So, you know, I, Conference 18 is going to come for your crown, guys. I think you need to have a have a have an eye on the rearview mirror. Yeah, we might need to. Um, Independence, who yeah. made the uh, made the elite eight last year um, or two years ago, they brought in Smith Rafter, part of a thirty thirteen class. So he was probably the thirteen in that fifty one percent, forty eight from three on three attempts a game, fifty eight true shooting, nine rebounds, uh, two blocks. Yeah, that guy's <laughs> that guy's well, pretty good. They brought in his twin too. They got a six ten guy named Andrew Campbell, who's a little better shooter, sixty three point five percent. Not quite the rebounder though, so maybe not as tough inside. But they got a couple of slick handlers uh, who are big guys. Yeah, yeah, both those guys were very high on my list yeah. uh, for top recruits. So th- those are uh, pairing them together. That is a, that's a big day. Yep. Yeah. So there's there's some yeah there's some great 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 teams. I feel like. The two through uh, two through a hundred are getting very very interesting. Um, number one ranked, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like Porter's kind of got a hold on that, and uh, also a big day for the PNTT teams. You know, there was a lot of PNTT uh, teams that got great classes as always, but uh, you know, Dearborn, Duluth, Fargo for some reason isn't in it. They weren't at once, I think. You know, Englewood. Uh, so there, there's, there's some, yeah, there's some solid PNTT teams that got good, good classes. Should be a fun season. I agree. Cool. Well, we'll end it with that. Thank you so much for listening. Um, thank you for uh, the people that joined the room to hear some of the content. I'm excited for this season. Should be fun. And, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Thanks for hosting right, this, Kyle. Look forward to talking on the message board. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, everyone have a good day, and we'll talk to you guys later. See ya. Bye.